that uh, I think the opening story in the book is about fraud, and this was obviously a kind of huge interest in the media after you won the book of uh, for Vernon Godless or this relation with the painters Robert Benton. Benton, uh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering about the connection between illusion, fabrication, making things up, and the novice. And I've I've interviewed Geoffrey Archer, and I asked him the same question. Yeah. Because I think he genuinely doesn't know quite where the line is between the stories he's telling about his real life. life and real life. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that would show with you. So I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, in any. No, way. I hear that. No, it's uh, it's it's it's, a, it's it's a relevant question. Okay. Um, There are, I think I can, um, I think I can be concise. <laughs> um, there are in the liar and the bullshitter a great many qualities which are useful to fiction writing. Um, the one thing, and it's a major one, which will kill them and make them pointless, is not knowing what's bullshit and what's real. Uh, so. It's incredibly useful to have been uh, a bullshitter, but at, at a certain point, uh, you need to have uh, made the distinction between what is and isn't, because there's um, it's almost like a law of physics, it seems to me. But there needs to be, even if this, even if it's all fiction and, and completely invented. Uh, the source needs to be honest, and whatever cry you're making will need to have some kind of honesty to it. And you can't do that while you're in the grip of still believing that you were once a Concorde pilot, you know, <laughs> like you've been telling everyone for ten fucking years, you know. Have you ever pretended to be a Concorde pilot? No, by one of them, I'm still <laughs> fucking the fucking planes out of operation. I wanted to when I was a kid, and now I'm fucked, you know, but. Even space shuttle. But does that <laughs> when you sat down to write? I mean, that first time, did it? Did I'd it, been through. Well, the thing is, I hit a wall with all that. Oh, right. I wasn't a natural. I, I wasn't a happy fraud, um, in the sense that I didn't think that would work. I was surrounded by examples of it that did, and I grew up in a very uh, licentious environment right. uh, where you could pass off complete bullshit. Um, it was very easy, but in the real world, um, I knew too much, and you need to remain ignorant for that to really work. You know, what I mean, yeah, you yeah. need you need to have the uh, conviction, so that when people argue with your lie, you get as upset as if they were arguing with your core character. And I never quite had that, and okay. so I hit the wall very soundly. Um, in the 1980s and had to readjust and it was the beginning of me going okay that didn't work you know god knows we tried it um and probably the 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 first novel which is you know was a decade later that i started to write that um after a lot of uh, thinking and feeling was a first uh, attempt to try something else with similar tools yeah. to build a world. Which the it's the perfect place for if 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 you don't believe you're in the world that you should be in, or 
if you think you're in a world that no one else can see, if you're the one person at a table who's noticed that everyone else is a vampire, and you're the only one who's not a vampire, then that's the reason a lot of books are written. And um, you know, then you have the the perfect tools, so long as you know that it's your subjective position and that you aren't necessarily genuinely at the table. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It seems to yeah. me. I don't know. There will be many more things will come to play on it, but yeah. But you know if. People bullshit because their uh, their worlds aren't good enough, or they're capricious or cruel, or they lack control in some way, and um, and so they're insecure enough not to be able to work with what they genuinely have, or not to feel that they can. Um, and that same inspiration is very naturally spent in a book because you get it out of your system as well because you're creating a world you almost don't need to change yeah you, it's, a, it's a very genuine statement I think and the brain does it, it does lighten you up so yeah. you can lose you can lose a lot of baggage into a book without fingering yourself as well because you've got parallel characters everything's coded so you don't you know if you've just been through you know a nightmare job or something um you don't need to write about that particular job because all the characters will creep into whatever you do, yeah. and you will set the you set the cat's cradle of psychology up in the same way and make it pay off. But you will fuck some of them. You will add justice to them, you know, and make it work out. Does that ever make life feel disappointing in some way that you can, even if you know, justice not really? Isn't, okay. <clears throat> no, I'm, no, no, no. Life's too complicated to be disappointed. <laughs> that to, I mean to live the you know the writer's life but not you know semi-nocturnal obviously quite solitary life uh, it's um, uh, well it has its own learning curve you through a little door once you've finished a, a first book you do go through a little door and uh, suddenly all the tools change uh, the laws of physics it's like cracking quantum <laughs> having come from you know normal physics where suddenly all the things that got you through the first book have to be redesigned and suddenly um, you do have people literally looking over your shoulder right. and you have a lot of voices in your ears, especially if the book's successful you know, every time you come to London you have a, a thousand voices in your ear completely just hammering away at your value system and um, so you know, it's a learning curve. Did you not? I mean, I assume you didn't. You didn't like that from what you were saying at the very no. beginning that you write to no, try no, and keep was, that. Yeah, it was. It was uh, uh, difficult. Is it seductive as well? I mean, are there people telling you, "Oh, and the next one should be like this," or um, 
you the sort of person that could have your head turned by that <laughs> sure. kind? Of, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm suggestible. And well, the other thing too is that you, know, you not only have colleagues but you have friends, and of course the you know they come in the back door. <laughs> and if you've been an island to write the first book, then you have to learn to be a peninsula anyway. And, um, you know, you still and you do if you'll have an agent saying things. I mean you're going to have to pay attention to something. Some of it's good advice, but... Um, so you need to have one eye a little bit on the world, but as well as... I mean, how do you maintain that? Is that partly the writing at night, trying to stay away from too many voices at that, mm. that formative stage of a, of, a, of a book? Yeah, no, it's very important. Mm. You, need to, um, you need to feel that that's all there is in the world. I mean, half the problem of coming even just around the charming bits of publishing and going to parties and launches and stuff like that is that it makes you aware of just how many millions of great books are pouring through the gates. In the time that you write one book, your publisher will have published a hundred books and um, you know, it's it's not useful. It can dilute your your sense of what you're doing, and so it takes a while after you after you've been to London, and with that, take a few days to just be back alone with right. your book. And you have to give up. You know, you, every day, um, wake up with a sense that you have nothing, that there's nothing to lose, that your publisher can dump you in a second, which they can. Um, and that really you've got fuck all between you and the future but what you're doing. Once you start, I'm guessing that once you start thinking, you know, I'll whip this out in my usual style and, you know, treat it as a career, then unless it's, you know, a formula a book or something, then you'll be fine. Does yeah. it mean resisting certain kind of, yeah, that kind of temptation to either cash in while you're... Or to pay too much attention to, the, to those. Yeah. No, you have to keep taking risks, I think. Right. So you really, each one has to be a shot at the abyss. Um, and was that disarming for you? Because I was thinking that, in a way, what's great about, one of the things that's great about Release the Bats is you're very honest about frailties about the roads you, you know, the, the cul-de-sacs you went down, mistakes you made about like, when you wrote your first book, you're trying it out. And in some ways, that, there's something really refreshing. And the other, your, your kind of example, I was thinking, is quite intimidating, that you know, you're know you the dream, that you you write your first book, you do it slightly on a wing and a prayer. Not only do you get an agent and you get published, your book wins you know, two of the biggest prizes in, in world literature. Did you find that disarm? I mean, it must have been a bit... I mean, beyond all the kind yeah. of media interest and everything else. For you it artistic, does fuck you for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, it fucks you for a while, yeah. You shouldn't work... That's firm advice. If you have a successful first book don't even open your screen for you know, two years at least because you, um, you know, your, your personality will shift, okay. values will shift. All of us are connected in a net and you're connected still with your, you know, your position in relative to friends and uh, what's the time? No, okay. Oh, what time do you, it's three o'clock. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I need, need to, to, yeah, I need to, 
dash. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you'll come with me. We're off to the social. Oh, okay. Off that. Yeah. Is that I, have now? An, I have an interview there now. Oh, okay. And then I'll walk, one, I'll walk around one. with you and then. Uh, can I just ask one what, a final question? Mm-hmm. What is what you're working on now? That was that's the nice. It's oh, not, okay. It's, yeah. it's not a. It's not a. Yeah. Well, underneath all this has been a novel in progress um, about the future and about bra- about the century of psychology. Okay. Talked about how we how we're uh, or how one one character and his family will deal with the the vertical curve of change now. So it's a fun a fun book. When uh, are you close to? Is it yeah, I am. It'll be for publication next year. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, called Dopamine City. Oh, there's a title. Hmm? So, well, thank you very much. I do. I really appreciate you. No, it's, it's a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, this has been great. I wish we would stay and just yeah, no, get beers and stuff. Yeah, but we can go to the social. Yeah.